Hello everyone, once again, it is your station manager Jackson Wells here with you on our latest installment of Campus Connections, a show where we talk to uh, various clubs, associations, groups, collectives at Laurier, learn a little bit more about them and the people who fuel them. Today I'm joined by Lydia Au, who is the president of the WLU Archaeology Society. Thanks so much for joining us today, Lydia. Hi, thank you for having me here. I'm very excited. Awesome. Well, the way this show works for listeners at home is we start off with uh, little questions uh, about who we're with, and then we'll get into a little bit more who they represent um, and what they got going on. So, uh, Lydia, um, I guess tell us a little bit about yourself, um, what you do, kind of at Laurier, what major you're in, stuff like that. Um, and then two short questions about kind of like your interest in archaeology. All right. So, hi, my name is Lydia. I am a student at Laurier Waterloo Campus, uh, majoring in archaeology and heritage studies. In archaeology, I love anything about history, really. I love anything that talks about human past. Specifically, I'm very interested in understanding past human diets and like juvenile osteology, the relationship of babies and motherhood, how it can show in a bioarchaeology context. Yeah, I also love going to museums. It's kind of given because yeah. <laughs> in archaeology. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, what made me wanted to get into archaeology? It's going to sound very cliched, but I actually wanted to be an archaeologist. I knew I wanted to be an archaeologist since I was in grade one back home in Hong Kong oh. because I watched the Disney movie, Prince of Egypt. So <laughs> unlike awesome. everybody, everybody wants to go to get into archaeology because Indiana Jones and stuff. Love Indiana Jones, even though there's some sort of misconception, re- misrepresentation behind that, but we still stand by Indiana Jones. But I got in, I personally got into archaeology because of Prince of Egypt. Awesome. That's that's cool. Uh, I wasn't going to like formally ask you about Indiana Jones, but I had a feeling that it may pop up. But next thing I for you is kind of around archaeology. I think that everyone who's in a program knows that there's like super specific aspects. For example, I'm a communications graduate and there's like a million different like, communication segments. Is there kind of like a specialization that you do in archaeology or is the program more general than that? And if if it is specializations, what do you specialize in? So right now, currently, I am undergrad, like everybody else in the program. I think that one thing make the Department of Archaeology very special at Laurier is because we are actually one of the few that has archaeology as an individual department compared to other universities and colleges in Canada. Most of them branch off of biology, anthropology, linguistics, and stuff. The reason why it's so unique with our program is that since it's an individual department, we get a chance to have a general, more holistic approach to understanding the discipline of archaeology. So we actually get to do a lot of, most of the time, grad students will do in archaeology when yeah. we start undergrad. So we start really young and we learn skills earlier than others and just the enormous amount of opportunities that there are that help us to understand different aspects of archaeology. But for me, I generally, I like Greco-Roman history. I do want to specialize in that, but I also want to integrate with my interest in pathology 
as well as ancient diseases and how it shows on human remains, and also just understanding the diet and what people eat back then and what are their health conditions like. Awesome. As someone who doesn't know a ton about archaeology, I guess like diets of the past, what is the kind of outcome of that research and how does that stuff get applied to maybe like modern day or does it?、Um, not that people can't do、uh, like research for the sake of research. I actually usually have these conversations around the <laughs> dining table with my family. <laughs> Hopefully, our conversation isn't maybe as as combative. <laughs> so, with learning about bones, you can understand a lot of regions and how their agriculture actually change and shift. Basically, nowadays, like with mass productions of、uh, crops and stuff all over the world, it Kind of balance and improves the general health conditions of humans by looking at ancient remains and seeing their pathology shows the lack of certain minerals or vitamins, and hence like how it affect that population specifically. And sometimes it actually does trace down to nowadays with general、um, populations in some. Um, continent where they are lacking, for example, like vitamin B twelve or like something、yeah. like that. So iron deficiency and stuff.、Right. And kind of don't want to get like into too into. Yeah,、that. no, of course. <laughs> But that's definitely a very, very unique and kind of like a proxy data that you can kind of look at it from and looking from an ancient person, ancient populations, and how it kind of reflects on. Either how far we have come as a society, yeah, or as well as just what they've been through, so that we don't have to do it again. Yeah, totally. That does make sense. Thank you. Okay, last question I've got maybe about like you slash the program is I know that archaeology, the program at Laurier, offers opportunities for students to engage in like field research. I know that folks have gone to places, for example, like Jordan. Is that something that like you've been involved in, or you could tell us a little bit more about and kind of what your experience? It seems like you have. Yes, from the smile that you saw me, like, you know. <laughs> so I went to Jordan for field school back in 2019 before COVID. I was a student among with my peers. We went to work on a site that is actually directed by one of our professors, Dr. Deborah Foran. Awesome.、Cool. Um, she is directing a project at the site called Quebec El Mohaid. It is in the city of Madaba. Ten or fifteen minutes away from Amman, the capital city of Jordan, we work on the site. is amount is the Iron Age to occupation period. There was a village, and we actually did have、um, several excavations done these past few years. Unfortunately, we also with COVID kind of put it on pause. Yeah, that'll do it. But I'm very fortunate that. This past summer, I was actually contacted by the professor to get invited back as a supervisor. Wow,、so、that's great! Kind of bring it back to the point of since we have as an individual department at Laurier, we get to do a lot of supervising works after you've done your field school as a field credit. You get to actually take on a different role. In terms of participating in an excavation project, where you're not just a student, but you actually kind of also have to process a lot of data as well interpretations, and just to hopefully that we create 
basically reconstructing a story of what that site was and then let people know what their local history was like. What was the people back then was like. That's that's really cool. Is that something that is just like part of the program at Laurier or is that kind of like an extra thing that you kind of get involved in if you have, I don't know, the grades, the money, whatever? So um, for specifically for archaeology students who are majoring in in this program, we have to have participate a deal school at least once to get a, at least a, is a credit course is a R219 is a second year course. That's why it's very special for our program is that most university that we know that have archaeology program actually doesn't require students to have done a field school before graduating. So I think this course is very fundamental in in terms of people who want to get into archaeology like they can figure it out if they actually keep wanting to do it because on site it's very different than in classrooms and also at the same time it just gains lots of skills that you don't normally learn in the classroom settings so yeah and a lot of times i do know people who after participating in a field school course they actually do take on other field school in different continents, different countries, just for like for fun or for extra and for experience. Well, for I do wanted to emphasize that obviously going to going overseas is not cheap. Yeah. Um, totally. But every year in, if everything goes well, every year there will be one domestic field school as well as one that is international field school. So the past summer, we actually do have students from our program participate in a project in Hamilton with okay, the yeah. Master University. And while the rest of the rest of us who decided to go on the field school this year went to Jordan with Dr. Florin. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds like sounds like a really cool program. I'm always I'm always excited to learn more about different stuff people do. But now we've talked a lot about like archaeology. Uh, I got some stuff and kind of. Mostly the point uh, of this conversation is to talk a little bit about the Archaeology Society. So I guess my first question is less of a question and more of a, tell me a little bit about the Archaeology Society. What do you guys do and how do you guys operate? And then I've got some stuff to follow up with afterwards. First things first, not to be biased, but I think our, our society is the best society there is on this campus. The Archaeology Society is a student-run association affiliated with the Department of Archaeology and Heritage Studies at Laurier. We believe in unity and reconciliations through educations of the past, and we welcome students from all backgrounds to just come together and learn about the history of humankind. Our society nowadays is very different from previous years comparing to before, let's say before COVID. Yeah, uh, We definitely emphasize more on student engagement. We welcome students from everywhere, all of any program, even if you're in business, if you're in kinesiology, even if you are in science, you are more than welcome to come to join us because we, you will, when you realize it, that a lot of our, what we have now has a history. So everything can kind of be traced back. So I think it's a very interesting group of people that we can 
just bond through the interests of the past. Our society has lots of events, but I will state a couple of them because we cannot list everything. Yeah, for sure. But we do have Pottery Smash, which is actually happening tonight. Yes, um, I saw that. Very exciting. Tonight at 7 p.m. at First Four Peters, P120, mm-hmm. we have ceramics and paints that way people can decorate, smash them to de-stress some of the midterm stress yes. and also any stress really. It is a very popular event that we do host every year. We wanted we wanted to make sure that obviously students being safe as well. Yeah, so totally. don't worry. We <laughs> we have the stuff for it. And also we have our yearly trip to Royal Ontario Museum and Medieval Times. It's kind of childhood dream of mine to always wanted to go to medieval times is a one-day trip that we will go to those locations. Students can get a chance to visit the museum, see different artifacts, see different exhibitions. We also have medieval times to wrap up on the second part of the trip where students can kind of see the reenactment of what a night was like back in the Middle Ages. I think that is this is a very good trip because going to Toronto from anywhere else, especially from here, yeah, not easy, no, especially not. with stuff, people like me who doesn't have a car. Even driving, I will <laughs> tell you, it is annoying. <laughs> Parking in Toronto and then there's like no way. So I think with going with a group of people who have similar interests is a very good, good, just like good times. So. We also have, in the past, we have archery nights where we host stuff off campus. We also have a movie night. We have study sessions uh, where students can gather together, especially like lower year students where they kind of adjusting into university, doesn't really know how to tackle courses. Upper year students who happens to be in the study sessions can always help. And so I think this type very close needed community is amazing because everyone is looking out for each other because we all been through it. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. You kind of touched a little bit on this when you were explaining. We say that the club is open to kind of both archaeology students and uh, non-archaeology students. What do you think are kind of the the difference, the different reasons that maybe someone who isn't an archaeology student might want to kind of get involved or at least attend an event and what kind of, I guess, what what can be offered to them if they're not an actual student in the program? We are very nice people. <laughs> we love to have people. We love to see different faces. Mm-hmm. Love all my friends in my program, but sometimes it kind of get tiring if you're just seeing them yeah. all the time in one space. Mm-hmm. So some newspaper faces <laughs> will be greatly recommended yeah. and greatly appreciated. But uh, jokes aside, I do think people who are not in archaeology wanting to get involved with this club as well as just with other courses and from like a more academic sense is that you will be surprised about the diversity that when it comes to um, archaeology because we do learn about archaeology from different regions and um, definitely there will be some interests that might interest you. And I think with our professors in our program, um, a lot of times we'll have um, 
public lectures, not only from them, but also from like other universities. Definitely something will interest people. And I think that's the beauty of not just the society, but also as archaeology as a discipline. Because we talk about archaeology pretty much 25-8. So it's kind of like a never-ending conversations, and it's very interesting to for us and I think other people who are interested in joining this club and not sure if they are suitable to get out to join because they're not in archaeology don't worry we love everyone to be able to join us because we wanted to have more conversations about the past and especially with like nowadays with like indigenous community uh, we would sure, love yeah. to have more acknowledgement over the land that we are on right now and about the history that of the ownership and being able to have more acknowledgement as well as knowledge about the land that we are on i think in the future we can be hopeful that there will be a better treatment for them that's for sure well thank you so much that's kind of all the questions that I had for you today. I'll give you the chance, though. Final pitch, anything maybe we didn't cover. All right. So don't forget to follow us on our social media. Um, our social media handle for Instagram is at WLU Archaeology Society. Archaeology is spelled with an A. So I also, another thing that I wanted to pitch is we actually have looking for a senior representative right now for our society. If you're interested in advertising our events in courses that you are in, as well as just answering questions that uh, some students might have about the society, uh, maybe just, you know, wanting to get a closer connection between students, yourself, as well as the teachers, feel free to join this, join our club. Our club is amazing. So you will love the people on it. So not bias. Awesome. Well, once again, Lydia, thanks so much for sitting down and chatting with us. I'm Jackson Wells, and you're listening to Campus Connections. And you're not listening to it anymore because it's done. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Have a good day, everyone.